0: Hi guys, welcome back to Crick Cost Pod with your host Sam Crick, and this week we have a very special guest. Please welcome Abby Paulet. How are you?
1: Hello, I'm good. Yeah, how are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. What's uh, what's the situation with you at the moment? Um, we had a little chat just before recording, but um, yeah, give the listeners a, a sort of insight into to your life over maybe the last three months.
1: Um, yeah, so I've been doing training at home um, mainly. We managed to start getting into the tracks. Um, trafford because i'm high acclaim there letting me train because at the moment it's doing members but um my dad built a shot circle in the garden um i've been running on a golf course down the road from me and yeah it's just been slowly getting back into it in case all right a
0: bit of creativity from your dad there so shout out to him um just for for listeners that may not know you um could you give us a brief introduction on on yourself
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm Abby. I'm 17. Um, I'm doing A-levels at the moment. Um, I'm from Cheshire and yeah, I do heptathlon. I've got the British under-17 indoor pentathlon record and second all-time for the under-17 outdoor hept.
0: There we go. And you know, that, that sort of environment with heptathlon and pentathlon, we've got a lot of athletes um, in the UK now doing, uh, doing really well with it. Where did it sort of start for you?
1: Um, I don't think I ever really like said that like, I'm going to do HEP. I think when I, when I first started, um, my club just kind of encouraged you to do everything. And I, I, I kind of just started out doing sprints. Like I remember in under like 11s or under 13s, I was like number one for 75 metres. So I was just doing sprints. Nice. um but they just kind of made you do everything and then i started doing like the county champs for Maltese. and then i met my coach joe and like that year before i met him i think i'd come like 30th or something at like the english schools multis um and yeah he kind of i started co- um, training with him in manchester and then the next year i won the english Schools. so yeah wow Did it <laughs> and ended up doing it i guess
0: yeah yeah fair bit of progress with joe then and and from like social media that i've seen you guys have been doing some uh slightly unorthodox training but you Mm -hmm. know improvise adapt overcome what sort of things is um has joe incorporated since you haven't been able to use track?
1: yeah so he's he's done like really well like we've got um like an online program so we'll just update them Um, and that was kind of when we're in the main bit of lockdown we just have our online programs and do what we could um, I've got some hurdles at home, which is quite good, um, running on the golf course, uh, running on the roads that by me, um, but like we started doing like car park gym sessions, my, my um, gym coach is just like, he's got all his equipment in the car that you can transport and he's been driving around the county like doing our own gym sessions <laughs> like with the um, home gym with like cleaning it in between and everything so yeah that's been quite good so. Mm-hmm.
0: I rate that highly like yeah the mm-hmm. creativity shown I mean not only dad creating that shot put circle but also you know your coach there um going above and beyond and, uh, oh, and
1: yeah, it's, it's
0: really cool to see that what's come of this sort of situation I guess we're sort of slightly coming out of it now but yeah. I think what we're finding is that there are new ways of doing things um before not only um like with my work it's changing all the time but obviously with athletes as well it's quite interesting to see that actually that there's a lot of different ways that you can still train. What would you sort of replace? What are the um, sort of parallels between, say, if you were using, I I don't suppose you've got a a makeshift um, like pole vault in the car park, but what sort of things would you use uh, that that you would basically replace um, on the track?
1: Uh, Like events or like, yeah. so So how would
0: you train? Yeah. How would you train for a certain event in a car park?
1: So like high jump, we'd just be doing like, obviously you can't do it, we've only recently been able to go on the bed so just like drills and like measure out cones and going around the um, curve. We've been doing like a lot of running um, for the 800, like kind of getting a rhythm and kind of like stripping that back down and getting that right. Um, Hurdles, just kind of doing what we can where we can, like obviously if it's really hilly or like something you can't be hurdling. Um, but just like a lot of drills and just kind of going back to basics is what we've been doing.
0: Nice. And uh, in terms of your competing, obviously we've we've heard some of the accolades there, but when was like your first taste of success?
1: I'd say properly where I was first like, ooh, um, <laughs> was under 15 indoor nationals. That was like my first national title um, in the 60 metre hurdles. Yeah, I think that was the first time I was kind of like, okay, like this is kind of fun and cool. <laughs> but yeah.
0: And in terms of obviously the future, like last, I mean, last year was a big year for you, um, you know, breaking records, getting titles and things like that. And I guess, um, you know, with your, whether you're set up at the moment, you would have had the next stepping stone would have been the under 18s this year. Um, what is now on the radar now that, um, you know, that's not, not going to happen?
1: yeah last year i managed to go to the world schools in croatia so i've had like a little sort of taste of like big international but hopefully if all goes well um europeans under 20s next year is hopefully what the next one would be but then they're talking about moving a levels back now to like instead of being like may june moving it to like june july oh so so that would
0: be like crossover with mm with competition yeah
1: but um, that happened with Croatia as well, so um, I missed four GCSEs to do Croatia. Oh, really? Yeah, because um, one of the um, like examples of special consideration is our like, international competition. So um, I missed four GCSEs, so... I don't know, hopefully oh, won't not a bad, to be like not, a bad excuse, not a bad
0: excuse to have, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but like after the um, exam like when everyone goes on Twitter and there's like talking about it and I was just kind of stood there at the comp like <laughs> looking at everyone, but then I was like I don't really get. I don't I oh, really tried <laughs>
0: And that but, that um, whole experience there, how did that how did Croatia differ from any like domestic championships that you'd had before?
1: It was just really different. But like I was quite lucky cuz I knew a few people going already. Um but I was the youngest on the team which I've never really been before i was like the only year 11 um but it was just it's just like a different level like the, before that i'd only really experienced sort of, like syabs and um school games and stuff but croatia it was just like all these different countries it was really cool it was like my first it was my first proper like international because syabs are like, home countries but yeah it was much bigger and better
0: yeah i mean that, that what a ridiculous experience and i think that like that will hopefully set you up for other you know internationals and stuff like that to come which hopefully you know next year um unless something drastic happens again like this yeah. year but but let's hope so and and uh obviously with heptathlon as i mentioned there's lots of uh lots of sort of figureheads if you like especially uh, on the female side of multi-events who did you and who do you sort of look up to in that environment
1: um i think obviously like Jess um I remember watching like London Olympics so obviously like Jess and Kat um and Neve as well she's a bit closer in age to me so it's like it's kind of you can look look at her and be like that's what I want to do in that like, the next few years but yeah just all of them
0: yeah <laughs> basically guess. but it, I think it is really good to see that there are those role models and that you can sort of um listen to them we've had Neve on um Niamh Emerson on before which is really good fun sort of just like hearing about how um, you know, she experienced success at a young age and also those big championships as well. Um, and I think mm-hmm. by the sounds of it, you can learn a lot. In terms of the next few years for you, what are the main targets, I guess?
1: So uh, Europeans, um, World Juniors, whenever that is or wherever that is. Um, I don't know if they've decided that yet, but um, definitely that. Um, it, was, it was European under-18s this year. Um, But obviously, that's not going ahead. But I was, I think I was number two for indoors in like world rankings. So I was like, hopefully, I was going to try and medal at Rieti, but that won't happen. Um, So yeah, just Europeans and worlds and then whatever comes after that. Commonwealth's in 2022 as well in Birmingham is like the big goal, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot coming up, and I think you've definitely got obviously like age on your side which is ideal mm-hmm. and then you know that that de- that development throughout so far what's been your biggest achievement i guess and if you could tell us a bit about you know that whole process and, and experience going into it
1: um my biggest achievement i think as like a collective it'd kind of be like this indoor i got my 14th national title so i guess that was like quite a big sort of thing and i think i was what, like rewatching it back and vinco was talking about like the most number of titles and that's like morgan lake i think yeah so was. that was probably quite a big point where i was like okay <laughs> and um i think the british record as well was a big kind of turning point i think so i was kind of like this can get a bit serious now i guess
0: yeah and i think when it gets serious you might experience you know maybe a bit of pressure and especially if you're you know like you say those those accolades those uh sort of championship medals and things like that how do you sort of deal with that i guess pressure um and also that level of competition as well
1: um i think i think i can i can do pressure quite well like i'm kind of one of them people feel like when the pressure's on it'll kind i'll kind of like step it up i think and i can cope with it and yeah i've been i've got like my psychologist um he's been really helpful with that um but yeah i think like if it comes to, like a last round jump or something to win the comp i think i've got quite a good track record to um kind of step it up and win hopefully yeah
0: yeah nice it'd be interesting to find out actually like in those situations do you do anything sort of particular in that environment say you you like you say if you were maybe second or third going into that last jump was there something that you'd change or you'd just sort of maybe psych yourself up or something like that
1: yeah i think i just psyched myself up like it happened at english schools this year like i'd been leading and then cleo who um who ended up in the second like went ahead and i had one jump and i think i was just thinking like just go for it like i was like, please tell me there's gonna be no cameras at the end of the long jump here because my face <laughs> this is gonna be effort. Um, but yeah, I think I just like hype myself up more and like step it up. I don't know. I think, yeah, that.
0: Yeah, I think it's sort of like that winning mentality when you get into the last bit. And for a spectator yeah. as well, when you see someone like either come from behind or stay out the whole time, I think it's, it's pretty good fun. But um, yeah, from what you've seen in athletics, I mean, with Critcast Pod, with these uh, like Wednesday's episodes starting. I sort of want to get the the insight to an, uh, a younger athlete, and maybe see how you know you've clearly enjoyed the sport and had a lot of success. Where do you think there could be like points of slight improvement, either with you know building the sport or maybe um, the actual experience of, of the athletes themselves?
1: Yeah, I think um, my age group's been quite like unlucky with opportunities. I think, and that's nothing we can do. Like obviously, we can't control Corona and everything. Um, but I think maybe just more, like, opportunities. Um I'm not saying that, like, I haven't had any, like, like, I don't know, more, like, GB stuff, because like, I've never had GB, and I was obviously going for, like, this year or something like that. But um, just, like, more bigger opportunities, like the big comps, because they're always the best. Like, like even school games and, like, SIABs and Croatia, like, maybe just more of them, I think, and that'll definitely sort of help step up. I don't know. Maybe just performances as well, because um, like I was thinking after they announced like Rietti was cancelled, I was like, if I hadn't like, gone Croatia last year, like if I went to Juniors next year, like that'd be my first sort of experience of anything big. So yeah, I think just maybe more big opportunities. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. I think that if you, if maybe you had like that stepping stone, because I know that you know the the um, the guests that we've spoken to about like their first experience. Um, they sometimes struggle in that first level if they go to Europeans and they haven't really experienced that step up in competition. Maybe, like you say, just like a a next level performance. Mm-hmm. Maybe on from a an English school. Like an or, in
1: between, like a stepping yeah. stone. I think, yeah.
0: yeah. I like it. That'd be decent. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I find, I find it quite interesting to see that. I think everyone's got certain ideas of how it can improve, and sometimes um, the people at the you know the grassroots level. Um, and some of the um, some of the younger athletes as well will probably see that as well, mm-hmm. and they'll see what other people are doing and maybe say, oh, how can I get there? And it might seem like a big gap, but maybe if you have that step by step, then it would seem less of a gap. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, and like motivational as well, I think.
0: Yeah, because um, then you like, instead of going like, oh, you know, the next step is, like next step from SIAB would be like European, like Europeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Because I guess you've got yeah. like GB Juniors, don't you? Um,
1: mm-hmm. And then i think then, just coming yeah. from my age yeah my age group have just like missed out a lot and i think it's just kind of because of like coronavirus and stuff this year um so that's probably just my opinion because of that but yeah
0: oh that'd be cool hi everyone it's sam here just interrupting the podcast quickly with a new opportunity for athletes listening to this pod now um i've recently teamed up with a good friend of mine tom whittle who's the co-founder and ceo of mission uk now mission work with GB athletes to fuel their extraordinary through their hot and cold brew teas. And from my personal experience, they're absolutely incredible. Um, They are available on their website, and I believe that you should go and check these out. They have lots of different flavors, um, and they actually operate as slow-release energy and being tried and tested by 50 GB athletes, including Adele Tracy, the 800-meter runner for GB, uh, Dan Wallace, a GB swimmer, Olympic silver medalist, world and Commonwealth champion, and laura bait who is a track racing cyclist for great britain so if you're looking to fuel your extraordinary go and check out tom's website missionuk.com, and you can receive 20 percent off your first order for a limited time only but without further ado let's get straight back into the podcast well um on quick pod we asked a few like quick fire questions these are sort of quicker questions but sometimes they just uh they develop a bit more but um yeah the the uh first question that I've got for you is if you could pick one event in the heptathlon to do and you can only do one of them, which would you pick and why?
1: I don't I don't know because I don't really do any other events apart from like the ones in the hat probably like hurdles a long jump because they're like the ones that I kind of do the most and that I've got like the higher rankings and I don't know. Um I'd like I'd like to put a hundred meters in. Because okay. yeah, I like run hundreds, um, but I don't think I could just do sprinting because I get bored. So probably hurdles or long jumps. I feel like they're quite they're, like technical. And you can do different stuff in them. I guess
0: that's true. I like well, I'm not sure. I, I like it, but I find it interesting that you didn't say a longer distance because um, they're probably not as fun. I think for for mm-hmm. uh, for the multi-eventers, um, not not a lot of them may, may specialize in like an 800 yeah. or something. So uh,
1: yeah, I don't think there's many multi-eventers who hate the 800 more than me. <laughs> yeah
0: um awesome uh what's the um what's the best advice that you've ever received
1: um oh, I don't know. I don't know if this is like athletics related, but I think I remember someone telling me like don't worry about something like if it's not gonna matter in five years and don't spend five minutes like worrying about it, but I get that doesn't apply to everything, but like it is definitely something that I think of like not just within athletics but like schoolwork life, everything I
0: think. I that. Yeah, no, it's very, uh, I think that's transferable uh, across a lot of things.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if
0: you don't, if it's not worth it in five yeah. years' time, then Thanks, what's the point minutes sweating minutes over it? it.
1: Mm-hmm. Rate it.
0: Um, and then what's the worst advice um, that you've ever been given or something that someone said that you've just either ignored or just gone, I just don't agree with that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot, but I've just not really processed <laughs> it. It's It's always like when, like, that you've got a big comp or something, or there's, and there's like a party or people meeting up. My friends, I like, oh, just don't go to training. I'm there like, what? No, <laughs> I need to go. Yeah, I don't know. I just that. I guess. I like, guess that was okay a bad. Or don't do this. Or that, that was
0: probably a bad question from me because your best advice was, don't listen to bad advice. Yeah, <laughs> it's academy, yeah, you know. literally. Um, um, but no, love it. And then um yeah, if there was anyone that we could get on our Wednesday podcasts, um anyone that you want to give a shout out to maybe reach out who would that person be
1: uh, the wednesday ones like up and coming
0: yeah so like up and coming athletes that may sort of be on the brink of um you know mm-hmm. um international success
1: oh, i don't know i feel like if, if i'm gonna like see people and people message people, like,
0: <laughs> oh. you like left me out yeah.
1: um oh, i don't know i guess um i was like the people I went to Syab with like drell livingston Okay. um he's like yeah he's 16 i think and jumped like 740 i don't know oh what god but um jarell sam brereton sophie asher mel coxon any of them i nice. guess
0: names all right cool we'll um mm-hmm. we'll make a list and then uh yep. and then maybe we'll see if we can get him on one of the later podcasts but yeah, yeah. i've really enjoyed this uh, little experience yeah. here and i hope that everyone's Thanks. um got a uh a, a little insight into into your life as well because i feel that although you may you, you might watch some of these uh, championships and see like up and coming names, but mm-hmm. often you won't hear about about the more personal side in their story. But Abby, mm-hmm. thanks very much for joining us, and I hope that
1: Thank
0: you. no worries. And I hope that everyone um, who's listening to the podcast enjoyed it. You can check us out on Instagram at um, Critcast Pod, uh, and then you can uh, drop us a message and tell us who you'd like to hear and see on one of the next podcasts. But again, Abby, thanks very much.
1: Thank you. <laughs>